This is the Everything Podcast, the most non-PC podcast of the PC era. Hey Lou, would you kindly drop a bomb on him? Everything Podcast, welcome ladies and gentlemen to episode 45 of the Everything Podcast, wins and losses, social media wins and losses. I am your host, your glorious host, Lou from the BX, aka Dominican Lou, aka Louis Balboa, the loose cannon of podcasting, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And today's May 25th. It is yet another gloomy day in Delray Beach, Florida. Uh, we had a few days of sun, and now it's back to the shits where it's gray skies and rain, and I don't have a problem with that. It may sound like I do, but I don't. Again, I start the show with a weather report. I don't understand why, but <laughs> it is what it is, right? So what's up, guys? How are you? Welcome back. Thank you for joining me once again on this, the 45th inaugural episode, in the 45th inaugural episode, that doesn't even sound right, I guess I just wanted to somehow make this presidential, and I'm reaching like a motherfucker to try to make this somehow coincide with Trump's presidency, and the fact that this is episode 45, and I can't seem to do it, but I'm still trying to do it, and it's not working, so I guess I'll just have to leave that one alone, so... Anyway, guys, this is the this is officially episode forty-five, and um, I'm actually proud of that. Coming up on fifty episodes in three years, which is not a great ratio if you're looking at it as this is supposed to drop weekly. But there've been a lot of breaks in between, and um, quite honestly, there've been a few, more than a few. I think I have like a hundred and twenty something total episodes out there, but. The fact that this is, some of them are labeled something else. A lot of them were on bumpers, so I didn't want to call them official episodes. They were just kind of like segue podcasts and other different things and pizza snob episodes. Um, so, you know, I, this is the when I label something the officially a number, it it is what it is. So, technically, there's 120 something episodes out of this show or some variant of this show but this will be the 45th official episode of the everything podcast if i haven't i feel like i've said that like 20 times already so anyway guys uh speaking of the everything podcast i would like for you to follow me on instagram the everything podcast all one word no caps no funky letters in between you follow me on instagram twitter google me Google Lou from the BX. You'll find everything you need to follow me. Podbean.com. You can check us out there. Lou from the BX underscore Podbean.com. Um, that's where you can get the official. How many times have I said official already? Jesus. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm a little haberdashed. I just had furniture delivered. So I was dealing with that and my three dogs and trying to wrangle all that together. And I got done with that. So I'm trying to get my episode recorded now and I'm a little I'm a little space headed if that's even a word so anyway guys you know the social media thing follow me you know all that all that good stuff so today listen I have a kind of a little bit of a odd show for you today uh we're gonna play a game today called social media wins and losses because I had a few topics and they kind of all were you know basically in the same realm having to deal with uh uh, social issues and a lot of this stuff 
Um, I noticed that it was I had a lot of information here about social media reactions. So I figured, hey, what the hell? Let's just do a show. Let's just make a little game out of this. So we're gonna we have a few topics here, and uh, I'm gonna throw them all together into one thing. We're just gonna call it social media wins and losses. But before all that, um, I would just like to thank you for joining me once again on my show. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the the uh, support on Instagram. The Instagram page is popping. I gotta tell you, uh, a lot of people are reaching out, and I'm loving it. So thank you guys so much for the for the love and the the support. And shout-outs, man. Shout-outs to my wife. My wife went out of her way to um, push the show when she didn't have to. And I love and appreciate her for that. You know, I was kind of feeling a little down last episode. Because I didn't, I wasn't really feeling the love. And it had a lot to do with Podbean. Podbean's fucking up. <laughs> they have a stats. Um, they have like a stats page on Podbean that you can access. And it tells you your... How many plays you got or whatever. And that damn number, that shit did not move for like a week. So I'm looking at this on the app and I'm like, damn, nobody's listening to this shit. Nobody. Uh, But then I go to the mobile site and I see all these damn plays and it's not matching up with what it's saying on the Podbean app. So they fucking up. They need to update that because that shit was, was putting me dragging me down into a deep depression hole, which sounds stupid. But I mean, it is what it is. So. Um, shout out to my wife, man. Uh, shout outs to the whole support staff out there. Um, shout out to the Starting Five podcast. Um, I happened, I was honored to be a guest on their show this week. Uh, they have a show on Blog Talk Radio, and it also, once it posts on Blog Talk Radio, it also ends up on iTunes and all the other streaming services out there. But they got a great show. Um, it's a it's a two man show for the most part. Uh, they usually have phone-in guests, which is pretty cool. I was able to be one of those phone-in guests this week. I called them up, and we spent uh, a good hour and a half talking some shit. So, shout-outs to uh, the Starting 5 podcast. Uh, you can follow those guys at the Starting 5 the number 5, underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can follow the host, Dan Dinkins, on Twitter, SF underscore Ace5. And you can go to Blog Talk Radio, sign up for an account. And every time they post a new show, you can call in and you can listen to the show live. They do a live show on the radio. I'm not yet at that level. I uh, I like the fact that I can record this in my house and then stop it whenever I need to. And edit out and cut and remove things because I tend to fuck up a lot. <laughs> so uh, doing that live show. Although I was on it. I, you know, I didn't have to narrate the show like they did. But... Um, it's always fun to be on live radio. I, I can't, uh, I don't know if I can do it myself right now, but it's always fun to be a guest and just kind of chime in when it's your turn to chime in. So shout outs to them, man. Shout outs to the baby lambs podcast, a new podcast alert, new podcast alert guys. So the baby lambs podcast was started by a couple friends of mine. Uh, they live in Miami. These two young ladies have started their own podcast and they're on their third episode. They're working on their fourth episode. Now they're trying to crank them out. And um, they have a pretty cool podcast. It's nice to hear. Uh, it's always cool to to listen to uh, female perspective on things. And it's a, a show hosted by these two females. Um, you can actually follow them. I have their information here, I believe. Uh, you can follow them, Ashley and Lizette. Uh, Ashes to Smashes on Instagram. And Lizette, not Ashley, I should clarify. Uh, Ashes underscore two, like T-O, 
underscore smashes is her uh, Instagram name. And Lizette's Instagram name is Lizette, not Lisa, all one word, on Instagram. You can follow them. You can follow the Baby Lambs podcast on Instagram. Show them some love. Check their show out. They're on iTunes. They're on everywhere. Go to iTunes. Give them a review. Drop that review in there. Leave it for them. It's very important for us uh, people out there in the game. And uh, they should be dropping their fourth episode. From what I understand, they, they're having a little bit of a... Uh, they're having a little bit of a technical issue, so uh, they are working on it, and they're they're going to get their new episode out soon. So catch up on their old ones. They got three. They're very good. Check them out. For for people who just started, they, they're doing a pretty good show, so uh, tech issues aside, they should be dropping their fourth episode soon, so check them out. Give them some love. It's hard out here for a podcaster, and uh, those are some quick shout-outs I wanted to do. So again, guys, um, nothing else is really going on over here. Uh, I'm just trying to do my show. So, uh, you know, it's actually, you know, again, the playlists and all that, I'm still looking at where I would like to do that because I really don't think that, um, I really don't think that SoundCloud is viable. So, I really don't. And and I don't want to pay for a separate streaming service just to have, um, to make playlists to do the music thing. I don't know if I should just focus on opening the website or, you know, make another Podbean account, but then again, I don't want to have to deal with licensing and all that. I'm trying to do shit on the sneak. So, I know that there's DJs who do mixtapes on SoundCloud and, for the most part, they're left alone when it comes to licensing. Uh, I don't want to be a pirate. I'm not trying to steal from anybody, and obviously, I'm not making money off of these things. I'm not profiting whatsoever. I'm actually spending money on this, on this show, and on whatever else I'm doing. So, you know, it's all fair use, and uh, there's no profits being made whatsoever on this. So, I just want to do something that people enjoy, and I, I want to do something that brings me joy. So, I have written some playlists down. I have, I have them written. Um, I just have not made them yet, and I'm not sure where to upload them. So, I'm still working on that. And uh, I just, I, I really wanted to do it on SoundCloud, but I just don't want to have to pay another streaming service. I've already got way too many of them. So those are still being worked on. The website's still being worked on. And as far as this show is concerned, it's still going strong. And uh, yeah, besides that, there's nothing else going on. So if you guys will. We'll take a little uh, interlude here, and we'll get into the social media wins and losses game. This is the Everything Podcast. I love you very much, and I will be right back. Fuck your podcast. Attention, Tepheads. Fuck your podcast. I'm very excited. Ladies and gentlemen, we're hitting the road. Everything Podcast is hitting the road. morning. Ladies and gentlemen. I am very excited to announce that The Everything Podcast is hitting the road in September and is heading to the J1 Con to participate in the second annual Blackfinity Gauntlet panel within the halls of the Showboat Hotel on the boardwalk of Atlantic City, New Jersey. This is a podcast conference headed by Dan Dinkins, a.k.a. the mayor and host, among other things, of the Starting Five podcast. This panel is being held within the halls of the J1Con Anime and Gaming Convention. Dates for this event are September 15th, 16th, and 17th. 
Tickets to this three-day convention are only $50. Yes, $50. That is the price of just one day at most conventions. This is going to be three days of vendors, geeks, and panels from the world of anime and cartoons. Expect to see and meet famous voiceover artists from some of your favorite anime and cartoons as well as cosplayers. Watch gaming tournaments, cosplay wrestling, and watch and participate in the premier podcast conference featuring podcasters of color. Head to www.j1con.com for tickets and hotel information. Rooms are selling out quick, so you need to go now. The Everything Podcast will be there. Katara Johnson from the True Radio Network will be there. Randy Green from the Black Tribbles will be there. Simone Arabia, Damon, and KB from the Spotless Minds will be there. You should be there too. Tickets are available at www.j1con.com and for hotel information, go to www.j1con.com slash hotels. We hope to see you all there. Everything Podcast. Make sure you guys come out in September and check us out at J1Con. You know, I'm going to have to re-record that. <laughs> I'm my own worst critic when it comes to um, recording audio and listening back to audio. Last week when I started this show, the first part of the show, I recorded it about eight times. And I had recorded a good 15 minutes and deleted it more than once because I was just unhappy with how it sounded, what I was saying you know, content, I was just kind of, I felt like I was all over the place. This episode, I did it one time, and I know I'm not happy with it, but fuck it, the show must go on, and <laughs> at this point, it is what it is. I've done officially 45 episodes of this show, and I'm always critical of how I sound, critical of how it's coming together, critical of what sounds I'm using critical of what I'm saying, it's just over, I'm overly critical of myself, and, uh, you know, for the most part, especially when it comes to, like, my job and stuff like that, what I do, you know, outside of work for a living, I I guess it works for me, because I, I, if I feel like I'm in a lull, if I feel like I'm complacent, as far as how things look and how things are going, I tend to start thinking to myself, oh my god, I'm going to get fired. Uh, they're looking at me. They don't think I'm doing what, I'm got, what I got to do. And I push it uh, to a higher level. So hopefully that's also what I'm doing on this show. But in any event, guys, I think it's time for us to play Social Media Wins and Losses. What do you think? Yeah, Social Media Wins and Losses. So again, I had a bunch of segments that I wanted to talk about. And really, it's only four. I say a bunch like it's a lot. So I got four segments here that I wanted to talk about. And um, they kind of all kind of mesh together. So I thought I'd just make it into a little segment, an extended segment here. So this is basically we'll close the show out. And uh, starting it off, I guess what I'll do is um, I'll give you guys an update on our good friend Aaron Schlossberg. So if you are not aware of who Aaron Schlossberg is, I don't know if I'm saying his name right and I don't care. Aaron Schlossberg is a New York attorney who became popular on the internet this week because he was caught at a fresh market placing an order and he decided to berate some people of Latin descent. Now, 
he chose to berate them because they were speaking their native language, which is Spanish. Um, apparently, someone, woman, woman, some woman was placing an order, and she felt more comfortable speaking Spanish. So she was speaking Spanish to the person taking her order. And I talked about this last week, but in case you didn't hear last week's and you don't know about this story, I'm just kind of giving you a quick over of what it is. So this guy was in the line behind them, and I guess he got irritated that they were speaking Spanish. So he went nuts. He pulled his phone out, started recording them, taking pictures of them, calling them foreigners. They're illegals. I pay for your welfare. You need to leave this country. You need to speak English. If you're not in this country, you're not uh, 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 illegal. I'm going to call ICE. You're going to get deported. This is all things that he was saying. And he was being recorded saying these things. And it was uploaded to the internet. Now, last week, as I was doing my show, I saw this story. And I made, made it a point to include it in my show. And... At that point, I didn't know his name. I didn't know who he was or what he did for a living. I just saw the video online, and I went off of that. And as soon as I got offline, meaning as soon as I got done with my show, and I started the editing process, I went to see. I went to go online, and they had this motherfucker's name, where he worked, his company's name. Uh, he, at that point, he had already had his phone's not disconnected, but he had his phones basically off so that they wouldn't take phone calls. His Google page for his law firm was uh, a horrendous mess. And uh, it, that was just the first day. So that's a quick update on who he was. So again, he was at that place and doing what he did. So then in, in finding him out, you know, in finding out more about him, the internet being what it is, which is a wonderful place sometimes, there were other videos of him online already circulating that people put together. Not that that people put together, but people put it together that it was the same guy. So apparently last year in 2016, Mr. Schlossberg had an incident on the streets of Manhattan where I guess some guy bumped into him on a bike or something. And he, once again, he whips out his phone like it's a fucking cock or, or a loaded gun. And he starts taking pictures of the person while he's berating them. Because I guess he wants to text ICE a picture of this person so they can get deported or something. But he pulled his phone out. He pulled his phone out and he starts recording this other person. And he's telling them, you ran into me. Uh, you're not a citizen. You're an ugly fucking foreigner. So fuck you. Those are his words. On And, and it's recorded. It's online. You can find it because you can find all these videos now. Um... He again comes with the ice bullshit. I'm gonna, I'm calling ice right now. I'm gonna have you deported. You're not a citizen. You don't belong here. You're an ugly fucking foreigner. Then there's a video from 2015 where he's at a, uh, he's like at a, a protest. I'm not sure what the protest is, but it has something to do with the Jewish community because it was he was there with protesters protesting some kind of Jewish. Uh, it was like, uh, I don't know if it was a celebration or just like kind of, uh, some, something that they were doing. And, uh, I'm sorry, I don't have the, the, that part of the, that, that part doesn't really matter. It's just what matters is that he was there protesting this and there was a counter protest with some, uh, Herardi Jews who were there full, full, you know, full outfits that they were. And he's screaming at them. 
you are not Jews, you're not real Jews, fuck you, you're all fake Jews. Very angry young man. <laughs> and he, and might I add, he was wearing a MAGA hat during this uh, protest that he was at. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a MAGA hat is, it's a Make America Great Again hat. Not that that has anything to do with anything, but, you know, I just thought I'd throw that in. So, yesterday, it seems that Mr. Schlossberg put out an apology. And I'm going to read that for you because I want to comment on it after I read it. So, his apology, which is here somewhere. I know I have it. Oh, I know exactly where it is. He puts an apology out on uh, LinkedIn and Twitter, of all places. I guess he couldn't really... uh, figure out where else to put it but um he wrote this like apology in a text thing and he took a picture of the text and uploaded it and the caption that he wrote is to the people i insulted i apologize which he posted on tuesday he wrote it on twitter and linkedin so he goes to the people i insulted i apologize seeing myself online opened my eyes the manner in which i expressed myself is unacceptable and is not the person i am i see my words and actions hurt people and for that I am deeply sorry. While people should be able to express themselves freely, they should do so calmly and respectfully. What the video did not convey is the real me. I am not a racist. One of If you have to say you're not a racist, you're definitely a racist. What, that's not in his uh, apology, obviously. One of the reasons I moved to New York is precisely because of the remarkable diversity offered in this wonderful city. I love this country and this city in part because of immigrants and the diversity of cultures immigrants bring to this country. Again, my sincerest apologies to anyone and everyone that I hurt. Aaron Schlossberg Law. All right. So I reject your apology, you cocksucker. Okay? You get nothing from me. You can eat a dick. Because you are not sorry. You are sorry that you were caught and shamed online. The following day after he was uh, exposed in the Fresh Market video, they had uh, someone, someone, some wonderful person went online and created a um, GoFundMe to hire a mariachi band to sit out in front of his building and just play music. La Cucaracha... Uh, Mexican medleys and uh, folk songs or whatever. They played La Bamba, they played La Cucaracha, they played a bunch of other songs. Um, and then they hired taco trucks to sit out in front of his building and uh, make tacos for people. There was a bunch of people out there just hanging out. It was uh, it was glorious. And it was a wonderful thing to see. And I have to say, as far as your um, your little apology goes, my friend, I reject your apology. I, have, I want nothing to do with your apology. Your apology sucks. It has uh, no place here. You have no power here. And I reject you. So, as far as social media is concerned, uh, this is a win for social media. Complete win for social media. They publicly came for this man. And rightfully so. This is exactly what needs to happen to people like this. People like this who who think that they can just... You know, take their racist rhetoric and and 
and their ignorance and all of these things that these hateful things that they feel inside and it's, it's you know it's my country it's not your country you don't belong here all that bullshit it, you know people like that we need to know who they are we need to know where they are and we need to know what they're doing because it's very important you know we have to be able to defend ourselves and by us i mean number one people of color and number two regular ass normal people who don't act like this whether you're white you're black you're you're whatever you're whatever color you are whatever nationality you are wherever you're from we all need to come together all this racism shit all this like hateful i'm gonna call ice have you deported bullshit it's 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 sad to me that people you know it's sad to me that people live like that and people have those feelings inside of them um but that's what the that's what the good part of social media is where you can get someone like this and completely shame them so you know what social media win definite social media win and uh that's really all i have to say about that and as far as uh mr sloshberg is concerned you and your apology i reject it and you sure you should you should be ashamed of yourself definitely be ashamed of yourself we we want to hear nothing from you ever again you can apologize to the cows come home but social media has had its way with you and it's a beautiful thing so moving on from mr schlossberg by the way that's a win for social media so uh we have one win okay uh moving on from that Earlier in the week, we had, in the world of video gaming, we had a very popular video game revealed um, that they were going to be releasing the latest version of their game in October. And that game is Battlefield Five. So, Battlefield Five. if you're not a gamer, if you're not familiar with the Battlefield series, it's basically a war game. You, They've gone through different eras of time. Uh, they've gone, you know, current day... They've had games that were based in the past wars, and um, the last year they went um, they went to battle. They called the series, they kind of rebranded it, and they called it Battlefield One, and it was set in World War One. So they've gone back to the they've gone back to the actual continuity continuity of their numbers because they had Battlefield Four, then they went to Battlefield One, now they're back to Battlefield Five, and Battlefield Five is going to be taking place in World War II. So, you know, if you're unfamiliar with it, it's, you know, you play as a character, and uh, usually it's a story in the game where you can run around, and you're basically in a war. There's scenarios that you get in. You can drive different vehicles and tanks and planes and what have you. It also has a very large online component where you can play with people from all over the world, battle each other for supremacy of the world, or whatever. So... A lot of people are big, big, big fans of this series. Because the last game was a success. It was very good. The one before that was a success. It was also very good. I'm sorry. I'm stuttering for some reason. I think I had too much coffee. And um, they let out word earlier in the week that they were going to be revealing a trailer for their newest version of the game. And people were very excited. So finally, the trailer drops. And it was met with a cavalcade of reactions from... 
excitement and uh, what can I say here? It, it, it was excitement and misogynism. I, I don't know how else to explain it. So I'll go further into this analysis here. So, you know, social media was a buzz before the trailer was released and everyone was wondering, you know, where was it going to be set in the, since it's Battlefield 5? Is it going to be set in the future? Is it going to be set in the present day again? No one knew. So it turns out it's in World War II, which people for the most part didn't have a problem with. What people seem to have a problem with is the fact that the trailer, number one, seemed to be a little on the... I don't want to say cartoonish, because it's World War II obviously is a very serious thing, but they're kind of taking a lighter approach to that game, with at least with the action. It's just a little over the top. People felt like that. Another thing people seem to have an issue with is that the protagonist of the, the game, it seems, is going to be a woman. Or at least for the most part, there's going to be a woman featured in this game. As a main character, to where you you I, I'm not sure if you're gonna control her yet or whatever you're gonna play as her, but I really from well I hope it is, but I from the trailer that they showed I feel like it's going to be and people seem to have a problem with that. These whiny little man babies and fucking feebs out there, whining that the protagonist is a woman. I don't understand. DICE, which is the game company that, that, that creates Battlefield, they actually revealed that there's going to be no season pass, the maps are going to be free, and there's going to be no microtransactions in this game. Now, that might sound like psychobabble to you, you don't, if, you're not, if you're not a gamer, but that is a big deal in the world of gaming, because these games, Battlefield, Call of Duty, are notorious for really starting the trend of season passes on microtransaction. If you don't know what a season pass is or a microtransaction, I'll explain it real quick. A season pass is basically an extra $50 you have to pay to get more content out of the game that should come with the game to begin with. So back in the day of uh, Nintendo and Super Nintendo and Genesis and uh, even Nintendo 64, Dreamcast, Sony PlayStation... Uh, Xbox 360, Xbox One, towards the beginning of the Xbox 360 and original Xbox. There were games that came out and then, you know, you'd play them for about six months and then they'd come out with added content, which is new maps to play in the multiplayer, uh, another piece of the story that you get in the game after you're done with the main story, you get now you get a side story. It may be a different character. It may be, uh, you know, a side story within the game that you've already played. Um, and these are things that you pay for that quote unquote that they worked on after they released the main game. So ideally, what you're paying for is um, before it comes out you're paying for extra content that is being worked on after the main game is released. Now, ideally, that's what you're supposed to get. What ended up happening is that everyone jumped on that train and some companies began withholding content and releasing these games by taking things out and saying that we're going to give that to you later as DLC, downloadable content, which was unfair because now what they're doing is giving you 75% of the game that they had 100% of 
and charging you an extra $50 for the 25% that they've taken out, pretending that it's something that they hadn't finished and they're going to finish it and then release it. So I'm not saying all the companies do that, but a lot of them do. (coughs) Destiny. (coughs) So anyway, now that I've explained what that is, it's a big deal that DICE announced that they're not releasing a season pass, that they're going to give you the maps for free, the multiplayer maps, and that there are no microtransactions. Microtransactions are, um, they charge you like five bucks. You can like go into the, the store, like the digital store of whatever console you have, Xbox, the uh, Sony, PlayStation, or you know, Nintendo, or a computer, you know, your desktop gaming machine. You can go into the store, the digital store, and buy uh, a gun pack where you buy a gun that you normally wouldn't be able to get in a game until you're a higher level and you get a little bit of an advantage. You pay like five bucks and you can buy this gun or you can pay, you know, three bucks and you can buy this outfit or you can pay ten bucks and we'll give you a bunch of in-game currency and you can buy a bunch of stuff that way those are called microtransactions so they start to add up you pay 60 bucks for a game and then five bucks here 10 bucks here 15 bucks here next thing you know you spent over a hundred dollars on this game already that's how they get you so they're not going to have any of that now that's what people should be talking about because that is a big deal if this is going to be the trend then dice with this battlefield series is really taking a step into a direction that is good for the gamer because you would think that that this is what people would be going nuts about online is is that what they're going nuts about online no you know what they're talking about they're talking about the fact that they didn't want to play as a girl there was no girls in world war ii what do you there was no girls these people are this is not this isn't authentic at all how fucking dare you you have a bunch of people screaming about authenticity in a game where you get shot and die repeatedly and respawn <laughs> in a game where you can fly a tank uh, or f- fly a tank. What am I talking about? You can fly a plane upside down and do all these odd things and you spawn on top of your teammates heads. Um, you can jump out of an airplane and shoot rockets through the air and parachute and cut the parachute and glide down it's a video game, and people want realism. They want it to be super authentic all of a sudden. So they don't. They want there's petitions for Dice to remove this character from the game because it ruins the authenticity of the story, and blah blah blah. First of all, if you watch this video, this this reveal trailer, the woman protagonist, she has a fucking mechanical arm. Like a robot arm. So right there should tell you. They're not really going for authenticity there guys. Uh, you would think that. These people with half a brain in their head. Would understand that this is a video game. And these guys are just trying to make a fun. You know. A, a, a cohesive fun story for you to enjoy. But no. We can't have nice things. We have to have people crying. And, 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 and freaking complaining about everything. So. Everyone online is losing their fucking mind over this game having a female protagonist. And apparently now, everyone is a goddamn World War II historian. And they know everything about World War II. And I see all these people posting pictures about uh, there were Russian female soldiers. 
uh, there was like an army of which I didn't know, which is cool that I get educated in this, but people are posting like, oh, but you you have no idea. These Russian w- women were snipers and they had over 1,500 confirmed kills and they used to fly the biplanes that barely even worked. Um, and the people who were like against the women being in the game were like, no, you need to check your facts because... They were not women in the military. You're talking about the Russians. We're talking about the Americans. And it's like, I'm going through these timelines, and I'm like, this is you, you, you niggas are arguing over a fucking video game. Like you're arguing over historical facts relating to a video game. I just, I don't, I, I'm not. <laughs> it shit is like. I'm telling you, this is the part of social media that drives me crazy. This is definitely, um, this is definitely a loss in the social media column because I can't, I can't get behind this. I, can we please stop with the the misogynistic bullshit already? I'm sorry if I said that word wrong, but I'm starting to get a little excited, and uh, this is where I start to talk fast, and the accent comes out, and all that. But can we please? With the misogyny already. Can we fucking... It's 2018. Like, when are we gonna fucking grow up, man? When are we gonna grow up? This is what we're arguing about online? And, again, you try to educate some of these people. And not, and I don't mean educate... I didn't go Google who the fuck was in the war or whatever. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna sit here and claim like I know anything about World War II. I don't. But if I'm, I can sit here and, and at least with what I know, be like, guys, seriously, you guys are really mad about this shit. And the hate that I get on fucking Twitter is ridiculous, bro. Uh, this is the part of social media where I definitely got to give them a loss. There's no... This this is... It, it's, it's like the... It's like a freaking digital donkey punch. <laughs> and I don't know why I went there with that, but... It, it, you're arguing about authenticity when one of the characters in the game is walking around with a fucking katana on his back. I don't know too many people in World War II who were having who were walking around with fucking katanas on their back and mechanical arms and on they were on top of tanks as the tanks blew through fucking houses. Okay? So, you know, it, it's just it's 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 just straight ignorance and it's little boys literally acting like little boys. And it's sickening, okay? It really is. I can't, I can't get behind it. It makes me embarrassed to tell people I'm a gamer, especially socially online, because in real life, you don't really have these conversations. But when you try to go online and, you know, have a conversation about things, you get these people who just they 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 don't want to be wrong. They can't be wrong. They can't admit that they're wrong, and they just want to go on and on about these things that make no sense. So. It looks like we're 1-1, ladies and gentlemen. Because this is a social media loss. Now, from here, I think it's only right that we get into the royal wedding. Don't you? Let's. Okay? The social media was a buzz last week. Last week was a very busy day for social media. Uh, We had the royal wedding. And if you didn't know that, uh, number one, lucky you because I, I don't care about the royal wedding, but I was forced to um, <laughs> I was forced to see this thing because it was literally everywhere. So if you didn't know, 
Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got married, okay? Uh, very young couple. Um, a lot was made about this. It was much ado because she is a woman of African-American descent. And she's marrying um, Prince Harry. So, you know, it's, it's fucking awesome to see that. That the royal family is, uh, you know, they're, they've opened up their arms to this girl. And it's, uh, the dude is in love. You see in his face, my man is in love. She's, she's a bad bitch. And, and, I'm, and I mean that with all due respect. Um, you know, good for them. It's just like really cool to see how happy they are. Um, the wedding seemed to have a lot of, uh, it was a very black wedding, I guess, if I want to say that. They had a black preacher, they had a gospel choir, um, it was dope. I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing, I saw some of it, but, um, you know, it seemed to bring two cultures together, which is awesome. Uh, most of the women that I know were swooning over this thing, just between the, the fashion, uh, the spectacle of it, um, you know, women, and obviously, you know, it's the prince and princess and getting married, it's just like a love story thing, so, you know, I know a lot of women are into that shit, it's just a classic tale, so, um, it was very, it was a very big deal, all around, social media-wise, and, and, and for, for the people of England, and for a lot of people in the U.S., I mean, we don't really fuck with the royal family like that, but, you know, a lot of people do, so, it was a big deal, and social media-wise, the memes were fantastic. I mean, they had they had every meme you can think of done <laughs> about this wedding. Uh, there were someone took the wedding footage and they spliced in the "Coming to America" Queen to Be song. I shared that online, um, even though I saw a couple people comment on mine and then share someone else's. But whatever, I'm, I won't go there. I sound like a real hater. Um, so, you know, there was that. There was uh, straight-up regular memes where the time hater, they had the time haters uh, photoshopped into next to, uh, I guess her name's Queen Margaret. If I'm mistaken, I apologize. I really don't know their names. I think it's Queen Margaret because she had a kind of a sour face. But I just take that as she's an old-ass lady, the, you know, that old person face that kind of sits, you know, I, I don't know if she was upset or something. I didn't read too deep into the whole how it's going for all of these people i i don't really care but uh people took her face and made it that she was i guess not too happy so they spliced her next to the time haters i also shared that one online they did a bad lip reading of the wedding which actually i haven't watched that yet i'll probably wait for my wife to get home so i can watch that with her because she loves those um they had uh they had like uh the only royal wedding i care about meme which they they posted pictures of like Shrek and Fiona getting married, the the Scarface one, which I forgot to post. I had a picture of it saved, and I forgot to post that. They had uh, Prince Princess Vespa uh, from Spaceballs when she was getting married to Bill Pullman. Then uh, they would write like the only royal wedding I care about, which is pretty fucking hilarious. It was funny, you know. But then you have the ugly side of social media decides to get involved, and someone made a meme of Queen Margaret, I believe. I'm going to just keep calling her that, even though if it's right or wrong, I don't know. With her meme face. And it says, uh, when you realize your son is now going to... Your son's children are going to be 
ginger spades, which I don't know what the fuck a ginger spade is. Like, I know what, you know, a ginger is, and I know what a spade is as far as it's relating to calling someone a spade. I understand what that means, but I don't know if a ginger spade is something in England, like a cookie or something that I don't know about. I don't know why that meme popped up in my feed, but that's some racist shit, at least to me. I didn't take it well. I didn't look at it like that shit was funny. Um, and I saw that and I was like, great. And then you got all these other people arguing with each other because you got a lot of uh, people saying, oh, she's the new queen. She's a beautiful queen. And people are correcting like, no, 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 no. She's not a queen. She's just a duchess because she's not from royal blood and blah, 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 blah. So they had to like make sure to correct your ass that you don't call her a princess. She's a duchess. Like, eat a fucking dick. All right. This is the kind of shit that drives me insane with this social media. It's like everybody has a platform, and not everybody needs the damn platform. Not everybody needs to have their voice out there, and it's just it's it's you know it's really annoying. That you can have such like a nice event happen, and you still have to have uh, you know these trolls out there making everything race related and having to put their racist spin on it. But you know what? I'm not gonna allow these trolls to ruin the royal wedding with their racism. No, this is going to be a social media win. But to all the trolls out there, shame on you. How dare you? How dare you fucking try to ruin the royal wedding? How dare you? How dare you? So, <clears throat> shame on you, all of you racists out there who decided to chime in with your stupid racist memes on the royal wedding. But this is going to be a social media win, strictly for the fact that that coming to America video is fucking hilarious. And uh, the good memes outweigh the bad memes here. So, definite social media win. Congratulations, guys. You pulled it out. So, the last segment here, I want to get into a specific person who posted something online the day of the royal... Why do I keep saying royal? Like, I don't know how to fucking talk. The royal wedding. They posted something during their wedding and... uh, It kind of uh, bothered me. So, I'm going to get into that. But first, let's get a little hip-hop going. Yo, 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 this your boy, the mayor, that DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy, and you are listening to the newest episode of the Everything Podcast with my boy, Lou from the BS. Thank you very much, Mayor. 
friend and colleague of the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, finally, um, just to put the cherry on top of this show, the final segment is going to be in regards to the royal wedding and something that happened during the a situation that I found that happened in my newsfeed during the royal wedding. So, while that was going on, a friend of mine, a quote-unquote friend of mine, posted... I'm not even going to reveal the gender of this person, but they posted their thoughts on the royal wedding, and I found the... the overt tones of the, of the, the wording I found a little uh, troublesome. So... I have it here, and I'm going to read it to you, uh, word for word, and I'll let you basically decide how you feel about it, and then I'll tell you how I fucking feel about it. So, this person had posted a uh, an article regarding the wedding, and apparently they didn't like it, so <clears throat> these are a few, well, there were many posts, but there were two in particular in here that I uh, caught my I. So this person posts, it was so long, and I don't have anything against Markle. She's smart, talented, and was so pretty, but in all caps. But damn, that wed- that wedding was ghetto. Okay. The next line of text that comes after that is, Harry was dressed like he just saw Black Panther, and an all-black choir performing Stand By Me? With a question mark. This guy preaching like it was a Sunday sermon in the hood. And the queen wearing a neon green chatteroo suit. With a purple flower in her hat? Question mark, question mark, question mark. All caps. I'm floored. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. She looks like a tacky house paint job in the ghetto. Again with that word. Seriously, was not expecting it to be this bad, LOL. All caps, Al Sharpton should have led the horses in the carriage ride. <clears throat> now, I... <laughs> you know, as much as I am a fan of free speech, I think I, I, think I alluded to this... Um, on my last episode, I don't think people understand what free speech really means because, you know, and this person will straight up tell me they don't care, blah, blah, blah. My opinion is right. I'm never wrong because I've had conversations with this person before trying to make sense of some idiotic shit that has come out of this person's mouth. Um, and it's just gotten nowhere. So, I almost want to read that again, because every time I read it, you would think that it would get, I'd kind of go, well, you know, maybe this person wasn't really, no, it's, it gets worse every time I read it. Um, and again, I've had conversations with this person on on other things of this, around this nature, you know? And the conversations have gone nowhere, and it was literally a waste of my time. So, um, 
So I responded to the, 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 the previous message that I just read. And I wrote, did you at least like the white parts? And the person replied to me, it was all a snore. So whether this person even knows what they wrote or they understand what they wrote, I'm pretty sure they do. But this is the kind of thing that, like, is 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 what social media... This is why we have to have wins and losses in social media. Like, we got to play the game. Because shit like this is not needed. Why does it need to be called ghetto? You have to accentuate the fact that he just... He dressed like he saw Black Panther and an all-black choir performing Stand By Me, preaching a Sunday sermon in the hood... You got to talk about the clothing, the neon green, the purple flower, Al Sharpton. Wedding was ghetto. If Marco was white and they did all those things, would you would it make a difference? Would you have written any of this shit? I don't know if this person listens to the show or not. I don't think this person does. <laughs> but uh you know, it, sit back and, and reread this shit and just think about what you say sometimes. I've seen this person go in post after post and literally um, detach herself from... Oh, shit, sorry. D- this person has detached from their own race. Literally shitting on their own race to try to appease... The mostly, um, I hate to say this, but the mostly white people they hang around with. This happens a lot to people where they, um, they get involved, and I don't want to say get involved, but they, 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 they're around certain type of people, so they want to act like those people. And it happened to me when I was younger. I went to a white school, and I kind of wanted to, you know fit in and be a white boy but when you're talking about grown-ass people you should have more sense especially a person of latin descent um you know you shouldn't shit on latin people when you're of latin descent because at the end of the day that's all you have is your own race okay so you know you kind of you kind of do yourself a disservice when you um, shit on yourself because that's really what you're doing. And I've seen it happen time and time again, and it's almost to the point where I kind of think this person is not even really all up there. And I think my point is proven uh, if you go through this person's timeline. But and anyway, I, I, I'm not trying to 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 really point anyone out, but really the behavior like none of that was necessary you know you didn't have to say it was ghetto you didn't have to accentuate the fact that you know about the black choir and then you said hood like three times i just it's 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 just ugly and it's unbecoming and uh 
it's sad. It's really sad to see grown-ass people act like this. And unfortunately, in the times that we're in, this it seems to be. It seems to me that a lot of people um, kind of lean in that direction. And you would think that us being civilized, quote unquote, we would kind of be coming together and enjoying things instead of trying to separate. Because it seems like someone's trying to divide us. Uh, it's fairly fucking obvious that someone or some persons or some crew is trying to divide us. And if you don't see it, then you have on blinders. Because it's happening. So, anonymous person who posted that. Shame on you. How dare you. How dare you. How dare you try to <laughs> disrespect the royal wedding and really what you did is disrespect yourself by posting that so um you know shame on you how dare you that's really uh that's really all i have about that and guys i'd like to finish this off by going into uh, a, a little minor rant here about a Republican congressional candidate in Florida who said something very fucking stupid and something that I'm sure he means very much but this is this is part of what I'm talking about and and like overt racism and even not even overt it's like they're just saying things now like it's it like it's okay and people are okay with this shit they have no problem with it so um you have this candidate named John Ward. He's a he's a he's a um he's a Republican. Okay, I'm just saying I'm nothing. I don't. I'm just saying what he is. He's a candidate in the GOP primary for Florida's sixth congressional district. Right. So he was asked by a voter how he would respond to Puerto Ricans who have either moved temporarily or permanently to Florida. Um when they say that they need more help and that the aid from Puerto Rico is not enough. So, uh, hopefully you caught that. what I meant by that. Uh, he was asked by a voter how he, how he would respond to the Puerto Ricans who have moved here due to Puerto Rico being all fucked up and those people that are saying that they need more help and more aid to Puerto Rico because it hasn't been enough. He replied by saying, first of all, I don't think they should be allowed to register to vote. It's not lost on me, I think, that Democrats' party is really hoping that they can change the voting registers in a lot of counties and districts, and I don't think they should be allowed to do that. So what he's insinuating is that the Democrats are trying to get these Puerto Ricans here so that they can swing the vote. The candidate then went on to say, we should be looking to put the Puerto Ricans back in their homes. The idea that they can come to the mainland United States... I don't necessarily have a problem with that, but I think we should be thinking about it in terms of getting them back home and providing the capital and resources to rebuild Puerto Rico, which I think, honestly, is where they belong. <clears throat> um, do these people not realize that Puerto Ricans are American citizens? I don't know if you guys know this. I know that I usually start every show by saying I'm Dominican Lou. I am Dominican Lou. Uh, but I'm also 
uh, half Puerto Rican Lou. You see, I am Dominican and Puerto Rican. My father was Puerto Rican. My mother is a Dominican woman. So I am a product of their, you know, genes. Therefore, I am a Puerto Rican Dominican American. So I was born in this country. And, you know, it pains me to hear things like this. What a lot of people don't seem to understand is Puerto Rico is not some fucking country on the other side of the planet, on the other side of the world. Puerto Ricans are American citizens. Puerto Rico is a fucking American province. They're Americans. <laughs> We're all fucking Americans. This is the shit that I don't understand. How the fuck can you say they can't come here and vote? That's like if somebody from Maine moves to Florida, they shouldn't be allowed to vote because they're from fucking Maine. But if they're living here, why can't they vote? You know, this is fucking, like, super fucking ignorant and offensive that this guy saying that um, they're basically American cannot use their constitutional right to vote. I don't, I don't understand... I, you know, we have to stand up for ourselves. There's too many of these things coming out and people are not paying attention to it and they're not doing their due diligence and they're just letting this shit slide. We cannot let these things slide anymore. This is what I mean about social media. Social media is really the only way we're going to be able to fight these people and have them on front street. Because TV's telling you lies. The radio's telling you lies. It's up to us. We are the ones. That's why I encourage people to listen to podcasts. I encourage people to start podcasts. Start a blog. Get your fucking opinion out there. Get your voice out there. Not everyone should have their voice out there, again, because some people are morons. But, dude, this kind of thing is running rampant. And Puerto Ricans have the right to go anywhere in the United States. They're American citizens. How the fuck you... you, (laughs) This story, when I read it, I was so fucking angry. But it's been a couple days, so I've been able to chill out. So I can't give you the full fucking glory of it, how, how I was the other day. But we really need to have these... Again, we need to know who these people are where they are and we need to know what they're doing and when it's time to vote believe you me we need to be out there and voting these people the fuck out of office okay that's about as political as i'm gonna get here because i'm not gonna not gonna go nuts i'm not gonna freak out man but please Guys, we got to be on top of this shit. Because if it's, if we don't, unfortunately, we're going to get run over. So with that being said, that is the end of episode 45 of the Everything Podcast. I don't want to take up too much more of your time with my ranting. But guys, if you can and if you will, hit up iTunes, man. Leave me a review. Um, I'm begging here. I'm begging here for iTunes reviews, okay? When you're done with this, scroll down, go to the review section, drop me a review, please. I would really appreciate it. 
I love every single one of you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Dream as if you'll live forever. Live as if you'll die today. This is Lou. I'm out. Peace and love.
outspoken.